the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You just joined us in the middle of a conversation. We're, we're talking about it's 60 feet, 6 inches from the pitching rubber to home plate. I'm, I'm like a 6-year-old here. Dave is explaining baseball to me. So when you're the pitcher and you let go of the ball, you're already propelling your body and your arm towards home plate. You're leaning, learning, leaning pretty far. You're probably you're getting down to your front foot. So you've stretched all the way out on your front foot by the time you let the ball go. And so you look at the length of your arm, probably three and a half, four foot long, plus another five foot maybe stride. I'm just guessing here. And that's nine, another nine feet off. So you're about, you know, you're about 51 feet from home plate. Wow. Now, consider you're the batter. The guy lets the ball go at, let, let, let's say he doesn't have a long stride, so he gets rid of it if, at um, 56 feet, okay? That'd be a Peter Dinklage pitch, by the way. He's the, he, was, he was the Lancaster that was the midget in uh, Game of Thrones. All right, so he lets the ball go. And he throws at, some guys now are throwing 97, 98 average and hit 102 miles an hour on some of their really good pitches. So it gets to the plate in less than half a second. Yeah. By the time you blink, you've it's gone past you. <laughs> so, you, you know, if you're a good hitter, you keep your eyes open, keep your, keep your head down and in, and watch that ball. And you find out some things about the pitcher, what pitch he likes to throw and what kind of situations. And you can start your swing a little earlier and be out there uh, like if it's a slider and, you know, it's a slide away from the plate and things like that. And I mean, there's a lot more that goes yeah, into playing ball than a lot of people know. I'm just saying. a lot of ball. They'll read the seams. And they'll, they'll predict That's, what that ball is Yeah, do. there's some guys that they got such a spin rate now. You can't read the seams. <laughs> that thing is a blur just coming at you. So you don't have much time to react with a ball. You have fast. no time to react. Basically, and, and it's just as bad in, in women's fast pitch. Mm. I think what yeah, is it forty five? What is it forty five feet from the yeah, from the mound? I don't know. Mm. I, I love watching women's fast pitch. Do they, do they still throw it underhanded. Though? Yeah, oh yeah, oh, and that's just, the just... best way to throw it uh, to throw a baseball or a softball because it puts less stress on your shoulder. You know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm careful to throw almost anything overhanded. I don't know if you guys... No, nah, you wouldn't. You're too young. Uh, Ted Abernathy was a pitcher in major leagues, and he threw 
underarm. Really? Yeah. In men's. He yeah. would, he would yeah. lean kind of. He was. I think he's a right-handed pitcher. He'd lean over to the right, and he'd bring it down here, and he'd release it down around his knee. A little bit yeah. of a side throw underhanded. Side yeah. yeah. Huh. Wow. Hard to pick the ball up. Coming not at that sideways. Coming oh, sideways coming and coming in sideways. just well, not that far off the so ground. Could, could feels he, close. Could he put twist on it and make it do curve? Oh, he could oh, yeah. curve. And oh, really? Well, wow. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot more baseball people know. Mm-hmm. There oh, really is. I love playing baseball. I played baseball until I got my driver's license. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played even <laughs> after I got my driver's oh, license. No. At least my dad didn't have to drive me to the field all yeah. the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, the, the, the curve on a curveball is kind of interesting to me because they, they also use that that bit of physics. in. Um, they tell you, physis, a physicist will tell you that ball doesn't curve. And you oh, know the answer. You know what the answer does. of baseball players is? You've never been in the batter's box. <laughs> no, no, no. It, no it, it, the, the science behind it is sound. They, 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 um, they take that into, into, uh, as a factor in, um, in shooting, in long-range shooting. because Curvature the, of, the, of the, the planet. The bu- so. Well, the bullet actually spins, and that affects how it, how it um, the, tra- the, tra- the trajectory of it. And because as if it's spinning in one direction, as it's falling through the air, it moves to one side or the other direction, depending on the direction of the spin. And it's it's a reality, and it, and it makes a difference. Now, the big thing over when you're a long-range shooter, when you're shooting somebody over a quarter mile away. Bullet's in the air a long That time. bullet is in the air, air, but it's following the curvature of the earth, too. Mm. Well, it's not following it. Well, it's, it's, it's going straight. It's the Earth is curved, so you got to make, you know. Well, I mean, it's, it's gravity happens. A lot of different things happen. Wind, wind, gravity, humidity. I think in some that's, cases. That's why those guys that are really good have a spotter, <laughs> and they're sitting there calculating all that stuff. They know the humidity and everything. That's where. Uh, what was the guy's name from Texas that uh, uh, they did uh, the a sniper movie about? Movie about? Kyle, I remember his, yeah, I think it might have been. But. And he made the longest shot at that point. It's been it's longer now, but I forget how many how long that he shot a a terrorist or over a mile maybe over a mile away. And the reason he shot him is because he didn't. The guy thought he couldn't get shot. Oh, and he was uh, he was showing a moon at him, and he shot him and hit him. Oh, wow! And that was. That wasn't with a tripod or anything like that. It was him holding his rifle and shooting. Mm. He was pretty good. Make me nervous. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there have been some people throughout history that were just really, really gifted. The guy, well, they, there, there's a scene. There's a scene in uh, Saving Private Ryan, and it happens to. Uh, the Amer- well, the American sniper shoots a German sniper through his sight. Do you okay. remember that? I, maybe. Okay. That act, that's an actual story. Oh, wow. Yeah. That happened. Guy, uh, the, the sniper shot one of their guys, and I think in, in Stephen Private Ryan, it was Vin Diesel that got shot by the sniper, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the sniper fired and went right through his sight. Because he, he, he located the guy. He found him. That, that's the key of, of a good sniper finding them mm-hmm. you know you watch i watched the movie like last night second time i'd seen it uh the lost city the new one with sandra bullock that's out 
and I we went with some friends to see it. We'd already seen it, but it, it's a funny movie. It was fun to go see. And I was watching the they had a sniper in it, and the way they picked it up, of course, muzzle flash. That's why you got those muzzle suppressors on those rifles, so you can't see that flash suppressor. That tells them that tells them exactly where you're at. That's like getting a couple big signs with fingers like this, you know. <laughs> And they're flashing and they're pointing down at well, you then, right and, here. And then, then your modern gunpowder doesn't leave much smoke, and it's and it's yeah, it's a it's pretty interesting how they how they did that. I was watching a Pawn Shop the other day, and um, they bought I forget what the it's like an M M H three or something like that. Anyway, it was a half track. Okay, from World War Two. Yeah. And they had the guns on it. Okay. And uh, the guy, Rick, I guess this is his name, that owns the pawn shop. Right. He wouldn't buy it with the guns because his, he said it takes two years of paperwork <laughs> so that I can get it okayed to be able to buy. That's insane. Be able to buy that for a collection. <laughs> That's insane. So he just bought, he just bought the, the hat, truck. half track and it ran perfect. Oh, wow. It was great. And uh, got a hundred thousand, paid a hundred thousand dollars for it. Oh wow! I wonder how much that cost when they made it back in nineteen forty-three. Who knows? It might have been I more than that. Everybody making them. Steve Baker was making them. Oh, wow. it was, was making one them. of the big Ford ones was that was made. Uh, <clears throat> if I remember correctly, they said that uh, it was somebody who made washing machines. Oh, was it that a, was making the so, most of those? So was it a big truck or was it more like a pickup truck? It held a. You could put a platoon in the back. You put twelve guys in the well, back. Like a six by six only. A yeah. Half track. But you stick them in the back, and uh, you know the the soldiers liked it because so, uh, it was uh, you know thick enough armor that oh, anybody was, was out there shooting at you. You didn't have to worry as long as you kept your head down for the most part, unless you got a mortar around right, or something. Right. But that uh, that uh, anti it was basically it was used as an anti aircraft gun until later in the war and then it became a personal uh truck to go in and use it in city urban mm-hmm. warfare that uh, the machine guns on top shot 1238 rounds per minute okay were they 50 cals or were they uh, yeah. i would say that probably when i looked at it looked about that way it didn't get that specific but the bottom line was that's about 20, 22 rounds per second. I wouldn't have wanted to be in front of it. Pretty quick. I also wouldn't want to be the guy that was shooting it <laughs> because he sat exposed. Oh, he was up high. Up top well, you, over the well, thing. Well, you got to be up high so you can see. Yeah, and he's sitting between the canisters, that the bullets, you know, the chain, and, and the cannons themselves. And I'm thinking, man... Once you fire that once, you are you got a big old target painted on you. They're looking for you. Yeah, your life expectancy is probably not very high at that point. Yeah, probably at that point not high for you. And if you wherever you were aiming at, the life expectancy there not high either. They went out and shot the the thing with the guns on it. Had uh, three fifty fifty gallon uh, steel cans drums yeah yeah full of uh some water or something no it wasn't wasn't that it was uh it was a uh they had gas in them oh, okay and they blew up 
I mean, they, there wasn't nothing left of those cans. Mm. They were shredded. Oh, so gasoline. Unbelievable. They, they, did they have some tracer rounds that set it off? Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. I, and I couldn't tell if they had tracers there or not. Tracers are those ones that you see in the movies, for you who may not know, that look so like, like they're, they're lit on fire. Like maybe every fifth, and that's really basically what they are. Like, like maybe every fifth round or maybe seventh round or something round. like that. It they're, was used for aiming. Right, right. And so so the, the purpose of that Trace was, that bullet. Right. The purpose of that is it wasn't every round that was a tracer. It was every fifth or maybe seventh round. That way when you're firing and you're firing at something a long ways off, like maybe an aircraft or something, you can see... Where yeah. you're going with it. It's like having a laser dot laser dot pointer. And you say every fifth bullet, wow. That's not that much. And you go you you shoot every five rounds and you're shooting twenty one per second. That's it looks like a solid line. lit up line. Mm-hmm. From it, from your perspective, because yeah. you're so close to it. Now from a long yeah. ways off it looks like one every Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while. But all right. Let's get a break here. And enough on that. I why I brought it up, I don't know. I just happened to be watching uh, pawn sh- pawn shop there. Fun, fun I, facts on the Dave Ellsworth and show. I had, yeah, and I hadn't uh, I hadn't watched it in a long time. It's over on the it's on the History Channel. Hmm. The only one that I don't understand on the History Channel because there's some history involved in that. Sure, I don't. I'm not a big guy on the pickers thing. American oh. pickers. I sit there and yawn. Because <laughs> 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 problem. A lot of the stuff that they're looking at, I'm not interested in anyway. They had a guy that found out that the autographs on the record, on the thing, the, the cover, weren't real. And it was a copy of the uh, uh, the Sting, the soundtrack from the movie The Sting. And Redford's and Newman's autographs weren't real. If they had been real... That record would have been worth about forty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. since they weren't real. Wasn't worth anything. <laughs> That's about it, baby. That's just about it. All right, nineteen after six. It's a Monday. I'm going to talk about a California law. When we came back, we we talked about this Friday. It still blows my mind that it's even out there. Although it was, they've, they've already looked at it and looks like it's going to become law in Maryland. And it just tells you where the Democrats really are about anti-life. They're, they're a pro-death party. And I'll tell you why you can say that for sure. Now, when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick show, Hey, Billy Mack wants you to know he's the owner of ICU protection. Wants you to know that he knows what it takes to have a good security system. He's been in the business since the mid-90s. He wants you to know that he knows all about the digital panels. He knows all about the door and window sensors, the indoor and outdoor cameras, the doorbell camera, the motion detection, the analytics now that will tell you whether it's a person, an animal, or a car. He can do it for your house. He can do it for your business. And he only makes you pay for the service. You don't have to pay a dime not a scintilla for the hardware. That all comes at the cost to Billy Mack. You call him today, get yourself a a good security system for your home or your business, kind of like if you live in Little Rock, you need one for sure. If you live in central Little Rock, you probably need one. 501-205-1333 is the the number to call, 501-205-1333. 
1333. If things work out today, we're going to talk to uh, 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 Big uh, Billy uh, about uh, the violence going on in uh, in Little Rock. Uh, we'll talk to Benny and see what he has to say about, you know, it's gotten nothing but worse. I've had Benny Johnson on many a time, and uh, he's been working at this for years, and it never gets better how come we'll see and find out give him a call and see if we can get him on the air i talked to him but uh he's had some health problems so we just keep our fingers crossed that he's up 501-205-1333 that is icu protection all right 626 Big story breaking on uh, Friday. The state of California is following in the footsteps of Maryland Senate. And there's a Senate bill called 669. And what it does is legalize, legalizes infanticide. Get ready, guys. I've said said that this was going to happen. So basically, the child can be born, and they have how? They've got a week to decide if they want if they want to keep the kid or not. If the child dies during that week's time, no investigation. There's no no no. I guess you can't say it the way you would say it in basketball. You usually say no blood, no foul. You know, but uh, there's no foul here. Nobody can be charged with anything with anything you hear me so so, you hear me clearly here this bill says you can kill your newly born child all the way up to seven days after their birth and nothing happened to you nothing zero at that point I mean, sorry, why does the U.S. government, why why are they part of the United States anymore? If, if that's the kind of, the kind of butchery that, that we're going to be associated with, I mean, why do we want them? If, in your thoughts, you wondered, were we in a post-Christian world in the United States? That answers your question. That you can kill a live human being and nothing happened to you. Nothing. But if you were to crush a bald eagle's egg, you'd go to prison. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... Na- na- national that, symbol. That's profane. This is a result of people, people raising their children without knowing God and who Jesus is in God's word. This... There's no boundaries. And, Without God, there are what, no boundaries. What would you, what happens when there's no truth? And what would That's you exactly bet right. that half the people who would vote for that actually claim some sort of allegiance to God in some way? They go to church somewhere. And what would you bet that half know. of those people do? Well, let me tell you what. I'd have to research it, but I would it love would be a yeah. bad thing. What, what would you I was I, I, I was would, at last uh, Monday, we could go today. Um uh, R.D. and both and myself were both at the Lono County, uh, not not uh, uh, GOP meeting, mm-hmm. and I brought up that I thought we should send a letter to the city council of them telling them to, you know, 
delineate. Uh, that's not the way it's pronounced. I, I delineate. delineate. Thank you. I stumbled over the word. Uh, that uh, Cabot is a pro-life city. Hasn't happened yet. Nobody on the city council that I know of has brought it up. So I'm. I want us to put a letter out to him and say, we'll bring it up now. We'll get one of them to bring up to bring them up. Mr. Well, Mr. Reed is yeah. on the on the council, and he's supposed to be getting us some paperwork that we need already, so we can get it out and get it over to him. It's ridiculous that we're not a pro life city. Yeah, when it comes to these big companies okay. and everything. Hold on, we'll talk in a minute. If you need a tow, let me tell you the name that you got to remember. East End Towing. Here's the number to have on your phone. 501-888-8849. They understand everything there is to understand about towing. They know about towing from a, from public property, towing from private property. There's differences there in the law. And... Uh, they understand that, and they will tell you whether they can or they cannot. With East End Towing, you got a key locked in your car, they'll come out and help you. You got a flat tire in your driveway, they'll show up and change your flat tire. You need to be pulled off of the hot side of the, the highway, they're going to take care of that as well. So use East End Towing. Here's the number. You always need the number and your phone, all right? All you got to do then is make sure that your phone has enough charge in it to make at least one phone call. 501-888-8849. That's East End Towing. Okay. And that's Keep one of those mind. situations where if you need to be towed, it's a whole lot better to call them yourself rather than letting the police call them and get it. That's right. And you not yeah. know who's going to tow you. Right. And then you have, yeah, when I then think. That's where cases, impound lots start coming in. Right. And I think the the the. Yeah, the difference can be quite a lot. All right. For the folks that just joined us, we we were we talked about um, a half track, World War II half track <laughs> early on. We talked a bit about baseball because the season starts Saturday. Right. And, and Dave was explaining to me the rules of baseball because I really don't know very much about it. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a great game. And what are we talking about? 60 feet, 6 inches from the pitcher's mound, mm-hmm. uh, the rubber to the – to the plate and all of that kind of stuff, but uh, we go we go a little further into the show, and we got into talking about Maryland, who has Senate Bill six sixty nine, which legalizes infanticide. So up to up to seven days after birth. After birth, um, not before. After, after child, you've got a live child. Have been been nursing for several days and wow well, i guess i'd have to see the see the the wording of it is it is it can they just straight up shoot them or do they have to let them starve to death i don't know now that i don't know all i know is if the child dies nobody cares no investigation hmm. let me repeat that no investigation that says it all right there so so what they're, it doesn't matter how they, they die. They They're of, dead. That's are they it. kind of euphemistically calling it perinatal abortion? This, yeah. Perinatal. This is the result of evolution being taught in our schools. Evolution is a lie. Science does not support evolution. Evolution is a religion made to combat real science, which... Uh, is there is a creator and a designer. Right. I, th- I, think I mean, the, I, we're I, having a meeting 
this week at church with, with Dr. Uh, Don Patton, and he is bringing out the real science that if you think if there wasn't a creator for everything that goes on in the universe, and he is a doctor and has studied this subject, if you don't believe that there's a creator, you're the nut. If you think that everything just happened, happened. just happened, winter, spring, summer, and fall, and, and you know, trees, squirrels and trees are cousins. I mean, uh, that's a problem with people with the heart. All right. These are people who, because if you say you, you're not God and that there is a God, then you're answerable to somebody exactly. for your answer, for your actions. And so they don't want to be, you know, and so held, have, you know, with the, their actions. It. So then you have to come it. up. They, they want to be God. And so what you have at that, at that point, you think about it, Huxley, who was a great writer and a great thinker, was an atheist. And they asked him about that. And he was the one who said that, you know, he believed that, uh, you, you got a whole bunch of uh, monkeys and put them in front of uh, typewriters. One of them would write Shakespeare. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. They would write, they would write Shakespeare. Just, he just says, I can, randomly. he just said, I can believe that more than there is a creator in the universe. That my friends is a problem with the heart. The problem is that. Science does prove that there is a designer, and evolution is a lie, but is a religion, just like you said, because they don't want anyone ruling over their sex life, or how many times, or you know who they want to be their partner, or, or, or whatever. They don't want any rules, and if you have any rules, you know they have. You have to say that there is no God and there's no source of authority for right and wrong. In this country, collapse without no source of authority of right and wrong and no God, no God, you know, America will not right. stand. And we're, and we're just, we're just falling apart at the seams right now. I mean, we're just, we've, we've got the so-called intellectuals now. They, they can't even tell you what a woman is. Like what, what is a, a woman? Somebody just Even asked, if they are one, like, just asked so, judge so, Brown that what, was up for a Supreme court. So was your mother a woman? Yeah, you know, they ask her what's the definition of a woman, and she says, "I'm not a biologist." She said that was her answer. I'm not a biologist. This needs. They should have had two signs that said, "Isn't that incredible?" But think about that. This is somebody wants to sit on the Supreme Court of the United States, supposed to be one of the best and most learned people that we could choose from, and she says she's got to consult with a biologist. And I could, hey, if it's XY, it's a male. If it's XX, it's a female. Do you think there was any politics involved in that answer? Yeah. yeah I uh, mean, maybe. I, you, you think that was a political. <laughs> maybe. You think the decision she makes on the court might be influenced by politics? Maybe a little. That's so if, if that answer makes sense, if that, if that answer is sound, for a Supreme Court nominee, it's not. But that's if, okay. if, Go ahead. If, it, if it is allowed to stand, why can't every hunter, everywhere in the country, make that same argument? You know, you're supposed to kill a buck. I'm not a biologist. Because <laughs> I get, I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll tell you why they they couldn't get away with it. Because biology plays a place in out hunting. It's only people 
that we're willing to say because they can think that there's something else, we have to assume that they're that something else. Deer know the difference between a male and a female. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Yeah, they do. At least during the rut. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they do. What a bunch of squirrels. That's. I mean, but but clowns. These 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 nut jobs are are counted as intellectuals. We we've got basically utter morons that are that are teaching children, and it's how did how do we get to this point where we've got people who are not experts who are the teachers now? We, we've got people, some, probably some of the best engineers in the world are not teaching engineering. They're actually engineers. And could go out and teach if, oh, I'm sure if they, they were could. allowed to, but they won't because they don't want to go back to school to be taught how to talk, to how to teach. Well, I mean, yeah, and, not, how to and, teach. and so then we, we've, we've set up this, this so-called educational system because we've got to have educated people to be engineers or to be, to, to be um, these professionals. And the reality is we've got the people who are, are in many cases probably not qualified. They're some of the least qualified people out there to teach engineering or teach medical sciences or other things rather than the actual experts teaching people how to be what engineers. What this comes back to is, is school choice. And basically, I'll say the no-name word is the voucher system just because it communicates what I'm just talking about. Just call it a scholarship and make them feel better. Okay, all right. Yeah, we, won't, we don't hurt anybody's feelings this morning. Well, well yeah. I even get it from the uh, from the right side. All right, Dave, don't use the word voucher. It will make uh, the teachers unions go rabid. If you use scholarship, scholarship. It, it, it doesn't you know hurt them as much as You're, if you say voucher. If you want a voice in your schools, then you will tell your elected officials that you send a Little Rock that you want a scholarship system. So you can send your child to where your money for your child stays with your family to decide what school you spend the money on. That's right. But, but, so you're, you but can you're hurting say, schools, R.D. But then no, you can't no, say. Only the bad ones. <laughs> no, I'm, so I'm, you can I'm say, facetious here. But all right. If you, do, if you teach my child in any grade, you know, about homosexuals or LGBY or whatever, that is not TQ what we plus. Huh? I'm just going on. Oh, did I leave somebody out? Yeah, you, that's why there's a plus at the end oh, of it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that. Did I hurt somebody's feelings? Evan, mm-hmm. Well, evidently, everybody <laughs> yeah. has well, their own decision. At, at about some point, what, they're going to have to take the B out of that. But if you, can, if you can take your money and your child and leave, the schools are going to start paying attention to the parents. I would think so. So, because you can, right now, you can take your child and leave, but you can't take your money no. and leave. So, they really don't care. So... Anyway, if we've got any conservative Republicans in the state capitol in the next session, when we get a different governor, now it's a waste of time with the governor that we've got right now. Yeah, he's not willing to push against the teachers' unions. Yeah, or anybody well, else. Unfortunately, yeah. a lot of the legislators are, or are, are afraid to push against the teachers as well. It's, it's, it's a problem. We need to make it a crime for, um, for tax-funded entities to lobby. Yeah, we're paying them their salary while they're up there lobbying right. to they, take they our need to be, rights and our freedom they, they away should from be, us. They should be met with handcuffs when they come to the Capitol to lobby while they're on the clock. They're, they're the experts, though. Clock. You know, you got to get the experts up there. No, it's, right. it's go ahead. Go ahead. That's all right. it, it's one thing Let you for, your for some of these agency heads to come down there to answer questions of the legislators, but it's a totally different matter for them to come down for the purposes of lobbying. They should be arrested for that. 
All right, got to get a break in. Let's do that right now. Let me remind you about Pat Davis. And I've been talking about Pat for a long time. He was out Friday when we were celebrating our birthday. If you missed it, I wish you hadn't. We had a lot of pizza out there. And we had, I guess we had about 50 people come on by over a couple hours, stopped by and said hi to us. We had Marco's Pizza. We had, let's see, pepperoni. We had cheese pizza and we had Supremes. So um, I think we had just about everybody's taste. And then we got the mama of all birthday cakes. And Steve Marson, Marson ordered a, a, a cake. I'm going to tell you what. I was I was worried he was going to blow the rear shocks out of the uh, the car for the station. <laughs> the, the, it, it, the would, it would serve 75 people. Now, one of the regular full sheet cakes... 45 people. Mm. So this was one of those and another together. It was huge. Mm. It took up the whole back of the, oh, of the wow. car and uh, wow. And it would, it wasn't buttercream. It was some other frosting, Royal frosting, icing or whatever they call it. Like they use on, uh, on wedding cakes mm. and uh, man, it was good, but I ate one piece and I could feel my blood sugar <laughs> going right into the stratosphere. I'm just telling you. The main ingredient was sugar. <laughs> it was sugar. But it, I didn't see it was good. in the break room. Yeah. No. <laughs> now, he, took, he took the extra pizzas and the extra cake and took it down to the fire department and let them eat. So that, that, that's a great thing to do. But anyway, we were seven years old as of last Friday. Both stations went on the air on the same day. Wow. April Fool. No, it wasn't. It was a good thing that happened. But don't forget about Pat Davis. He was there. And a lot of people knew him and didn't know me. <laughs> they introduced Pat Davis. We talk about Pat so much, they knew who Pat Davis was. He was the healthcare man. That's all you got to do. Just go to healthcareman.com and he'll be happy to make sure you save some money 30 to 50% on your health care, your health insurance. Doesn't matter who you've got it with. Doesn't matter who the provider is. No more uh, co-pays, and he'll he'll get in there and and do a uh, surgical job on the uh, deductible. Uh, that's Pat Davis. Here, let me give you a phone number: five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five. That's five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five. A name from the past is back in the news. I'll tell you who it is when we return here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, it is eight minutes like until uh, 7 o'clock. I like that headline. It was U.S. schools see dramatic drop in attendance. Yeah, that's well, a, that's, that, a, that's a good, not a bad thing. That's a good sign. Okay, I told you there was a name that is back out in the news again. And uh, it's good to see her name back in the uh, the paper former GOP vice president candidate and Alaska governor, Governor uh, Sarah Palin, is running for Alaska's at-large congressional seat vacated by the late Representative Don Young. She announced it on her uh, Facebook page that she's running on Friday. Here's what she said. She said, uh, today I'm announcing my candidacy for the U.S. House seat representing Alaska. Public service is a calling, and I would be honored to represent the men and women of Alaska in Congress, just as Representative Young did. 
So at, at large, is that, does it, do they just have one congressman that's in all. Alaska? Okay. Yeah. That, that's, what, that's why it's at large. Okay. Yeah. From the New York Post, they said the 2008 GOP vice presidential nominee will run in a crowd, crowded special election for Alaska's only seat in the U.S. House of Representatives left vacant when longtime Representative Don Young died two weeks ago. Nikki Haley, excited to uh, tweet, said, excited to see Sarah Palin uh, get back into the fight to take our country back. We need her voice in Congress. So uh, Sarah Palin is back in the, the news again. She's a good lady, by the way. I've interviewed her many a time. She's a good lady. You know? That'll... that'll She's kind of a little bit of a firebrand. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens with her. Mikowski, I don't I don't think she's up for Senate this year. I think it'll be next time that she's gonna be there. She's kinda she was reelected same time that Tom Cotton was a couple of years ago. So, you know, you got six years when you're senator. So don't expect uh, you know, they won't even be up for the presidential election. Mm. Be two years after next off off election. Mm. That'll be coming up. So anyway, just so you know that Sarah Palin has said, I'm in again. So that means that I got to I got to get my uh, Sarah Palin stand up and put her back up here in the studio. Looks better than Trump. You know, yeah. <laughs> Look, up there. I think the way they do it, they have like 50 people running for an office. It's going to be big. And then uh, the final four, they have their own final pair four. Pair them down. Then after the, that, they have the final four. And but you don't have, have, to, you don't have to make your free throws. Oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> but that final four. And that's been the big difference. I, I, watched, I just watched a very small part of the, uh, the final four. I watched the Duke game only the last two minutes because I wanted to see if Duke could get to uh, the championship game because of Coach K. They did not. They lost to UNC. So uh, Coach K is now a retired college basketball coach. Well, I hope he enjoys retirement. 40-something years. That's so, a well, long that's time, for, time, brother. Time for a break. Yep, it how, is. How old is the guy? He's uh, in his late 60s now. Wow. Yeah. Did you... I bet you that he'll be glad that he doesn't have to hear any more that he's part of Coach Knight's stable. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he worked with Coach Knight at uh, West Point. Wow. And then when yeah. Coach Knight left there and went to, to Indiana, uh, Coach P- K inflation took up. Yeah. Well, everything is inflated, man. Yeah, wow. there was a good judgment in in California. I don't know if you heard about the diversity law ruled oh, unconstitutional. No. Yeah, I found it unconstitutional. That only makes sense. Yeah, so finally, there's a judge that has a little bit of sense in California. A diversity law, yeah. as in where they were given special treatment. That was to Vinton, students. wasn't it? The guy from um, his organization tries to keep to the Constitution, and I think that he's the one who brought. Uh, suit and he won. So was the situation like where they had, um, um, uh, what do they call it? Weighted, um, standards. No, if you had a board, we're talking about. Yeah, we're just talking about if you, uh, uh that uh, that corporations. This is talking about you corporations. Had, you had to. If have. you had a private corporation and there was a board, 
then you had to have diversity they were, on the corporate board. They talking were, about in the private sector. They were trying to impose diversity. Right. Okay. Which so, is, I mean, you may not find qualified people. Right. I mean, it's hard to find people right now. Right. Right. And so, so if you have to, so then you have to have affirmative action board members. Uh, affirmative. Uh, so, so what? So that, I mean, all right. That's, that, that's, that's, not, that's not freedom. Right, and so, you know, so at some point you become, you become the designated minority. I got from the story here. Here's the story. It says, uh, the, the judge who handed down the ruling Friday concluded that the law violated California's constitutional equal protection clause, according to a summary judgment granted to Judicial Watch, a, uh, a group uh, that brought it to court. And uh, they won. Uh, they won on it. Said that it was signed into law by Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom in 2020. The law mandates that corporate boards of public, publicly traded companies with a main executive officer in California or office must have a racial or ethnic minority or member of the LGBTQ plus community serving on their boards. All right, more coming your way here on uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. Stick around with us. second hour dave ellswick show power panels in rd's here paul's here i'm here we've been uh, covering some of the biggest stories that are out there right now big story just breaking is that the ukrainian forces have forced russia out of kiev hmm. so the russians are backing up nah yeah they're getting out right now no they're beat they're getting beaten militarily now oh, oh yeah yeah they're regrouping and coming back with a different plan but Putin is not beat, nor will he ever admit defeat. But uh, oh, he'll, he'll just be say, back. "Well, I only wanted this little sliver out here in the oh, east no. anyway." He wants the whole That's thing. Only, well, it he seems like to me thing. it does. He wants the breadbasket down there, around he Odessa the and all thing. that, mm-hmm. the ports and all that. I mean, the folks in Ukraine, uh, when they said they want their whole country back, they understand. You give the ports up and everything, that's you a, might as well not have a, a country that's a, anymore. That's a big deal. He wants the whole thing. He may regroup in a strategy, and a long war plays to his favor. He has more resources than Ukraine was. He drags this out for four or five years, and, and they can't last that long. So well, uh, not unless the West props them up. That's exa- well, 
And how He's long will being, it be before the Americans here attention span? Yeah, yeah, forgets that it's even going on over yeah. there. If you see it on the news every day, every day, every day, every day, you just it goes like Ooh, they're at it again. They're still doing it. Yeah, they tuned it out. That's one thing that, that politicians know is Americans have a shortest attention span. Well, we have short so they can do something span. really, really stupid in thirty days. You know, the politicians so can do something like you know the board thing that we were talking about or. In Florida, thank goodness they stood up against, you know, teaching our children about homosexuality, you know, before the uh, third grade. Well, it's any Uh, sexuality. They're not telling them about anything. I mean, why would why do you got to teach sex ed to a kid that's in first grade? Why would you? Why would any parent (laughs) trust government to teach that subject to their children? No, it's simpler than that, Paul. And that that can turn into a long, long dissertation, all right? My whole thing is you don't need to teach. I never taught any of my kids about the birds and the bees when they were five and five six years old. Years old. They it's were more interested abuse. in playing outside and things of that nature. It's child abuse. And they might have That's figured crazy. it out by, you know, the, the their next-door neighbor who was female and they were male and they played doctor or something. Maybe. Or, or if you're on a farm, you may I know people say, things, well, but... wait, Dave, are you saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It used to happen that way. Show me yours, I'll show you mine. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it's sad when the school's involved in it. The same people that... But nothing happened. They looked at each other and said, oh, okay, fine. Now, what were we playing? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying, guys. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's life. But kids it's, can accept that there's a difference. Yep. And the kids can, you could probably better at understanding it than the scientists. I mean, I'd leave it up to the kids before I'd leave it up to science. You know, when you have a Supreme Court You're justice that, oh, don't, okay. like right, Paul right. said, don't know if her mother is a boy or a girl or well, not. I mean, the, the next question after, after, <laughs> after the congressman or senator asked the Supreme Court nominee, can you define a woman? The next question probably should have been, was your mother a woman? That's a good question. I, yeah. Are you a woman? Uh, that's yeah, a I mean, are you question. a woman? Are you qualified under Joe Biden's um, um, uh, set of qualifications to be a, a Supreme Court justice? We don't know if you're a woman or not. Can, do we I'm not, bring, a, I'm do not we, at liberty to, dis- to disclose that information. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are the, you black? Uh, the lieutenant governor, uh, Janine uh, Nunez, was on... Uh, one talking head shows on this weekend and argued that Disney, the most, as she said, the most magical place on earth, unquote, has now digressed into the most hypocritical and woke place on earth. The uh, Florida Lieutenant Governor made uh, the comments after Disney faced backlash over its stance on the parental rights bill. Just for you to know, the parental rights bill is the is the right name for it. It's not the don't say gay bill that everybody keeps saying. Uh, Said that uh, this whole thing, that they can stand there and they can complain, they can criticize, they can threaten that they're going to work to repeal this legislation, but they certainly have a lot of work to do within their own ranks. They're doing business with the Chinese communists. Uh, they don't care about the human rights abuses that occurred night and day there. And said the uh, log cabin Republican said that Disney's idea of equality is radically redefining gender 
in pushing sexual lesson plans. By the way, log cabin Republicans, that is, are the, the gays in the Republican Party, uh, and pushing sexual lesson plans on children while investing in countries that still harshly criminalize LGBTQ plus people for literally just existing, teaching kindergartners about sex is not equality. Disney is broken, and then Breitbart had this to say, uh, despite an aggressive mainstream media campaign against the legislation, a recent poll shows that Florida Democratic voters support the Republican-backed law 52% to 36%. All right. But that just still it, doesn't, it doesn't take a rocket science <laughs> to figure this out. But I'm that just still you. means a good chunk of the Democrat Party which is a still major party down in Florida, it still means 36% of them are nut jobs. I mean, they're, 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 they're people that need straitjackets, basically. Well, they that, had, that, had a guy that uh, is uh, with a, another group uh, from PJ Media. I don't know if you guys are familiar with PJ Media. Uh, they sent a, a letter to the CEO, Bob uh, Chappick, and said this, Here's a suggestion for Disney CEO Bob Chappick. Get back to business. That is excellence in storytelling and stop wasting shareholders' money on political crusades that have nothing to do with Disney's business, period. I read an article said that Disney vowed after this to start putting more homosexual characters in their stories oh, and that start was trying a, to push the, in society. That, that lady that does the, I guess, uh, about stories and all of that makes those decisions. She came out and said that she had two children, one that was transgender, the other was pansexual, and said it was her thought that 50% of all the characters in a Disney movie should either be a minority or an LGBTQ plus character can i tell you that if you add all the minorities up basically and that would include you know gays as well it's less than 50 percent. so what you're saying is that you want to reflect you know erroneous information you want to reflect transsexuals 0.6 percent population 0.6 a lot people when you ask them how many you know, transsexuals there are, how many heterosexuals and homosexuals, Gays. they always think it's these, this huge number. And the only one they're even close on is always the heterosexuals. Because there's there's like 12, what is it, uh, about, about 4% for homosexuals and it's about 12% for blacks. Mm. They go into that. that was a great, there was a great story about that just the other day. But that also leads us to a very uh, a saying that's very true, that perception trumps reality. Oh, sure. no doubt. Sure. <clears throat> no doubt. And we've, we've got people afraid of of things that are not dangerous, really. And then they're not afraid of things that really are dangerous. I used to say that about COVID-19. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you were looking at how many people were dying and how many people there were in the United States, it was like, you know, one or two percent change you know that we're dying and it's like why is everybody acting like well, this is the apocalypse so, of all 
you know, so, so nor- normal politics. normal death tolls well, yeah, in the country. Politics. No- normal death tolls should probably be over one percent. Anyway, but throughout the course of a year, normal death tolls pretty much have to be over one percent because of just population. Um, um, uh, because because if you have the average, if life not enough people is, are dying, then it makes it difficult well, the on the people that are being grows. born. But but so the, the average <laughs> life expectancy is seventy eight years, I think, and so that means more than more than one percent of the population dies every year. Otherwise, so if you had a, if the average life expectancy was a hundred years, then the average um, death toll should be about one percent. That that would be that would be what you have as far as sustainability is that one percent of the population dies every year if you've got a, uh, a steady 100-year life expectancy if the population stays the same. And so you'd have a 1% death rate. But we have a our, our life expectancy is lower than 100. It's it's about 78, I think. And so you're, you shouldn't be surprised at about 1% death rate every year, or higher, really. All right. Yeah. So Lightfoot, the, uh, <laughs> the mayor of Chicago, came out and said, She's Chicago police just released data showing that 57% of carjacking suspects are juveniles. And on Saturday, wow. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot said that, quote, young people that feel unloved, unquote, are part of the issue. You think? No kidding. You think that Lyndon Baines Johnson and the war on poverty didn't lead to this kind of crap where they said that no a black family. man couldn't live with his black family. No family couldn't do that. Uh, Can't do that. So you took you took the father out of the household, and now you're reaping the whirlwind. And, now, and you and wonder why? Because it's better to have a village than a father, I guess. Yeah, yeah they, they got away from God. They well, got away from family. They got away well, from structured society. Right. We gotta get a break in. We'll come back. We got more to talk about. There's all kinds of stuff that went on this weekend. I mean, seriously, uh, that we need to, you know, be talking about. Uh, hope you didn't miss our discussion early on in the show about we got two states now, Maryland and California, say so you can kill a child yeah. after it's been born. You got seven days, kill it so if you want to. You don't want the kid, this. kill him, kill him. You don't think you think I'm BSing you? Go Google it and read the story. They're considering legislation. Yeah, they're considering that legislation. It's crazy. All right, don't forget David Lucas Financial. Uh, Millions of Americans now are investing in silver and gold to try to protect their nest eggs from government spending and soaring inflation and all the rest. Well, you can't go out and and dine out anymore and not spend less than typically 40 bucks. It's going to cost you that much just to... To go, I mean, cost that much just to go to McDonald's now. Uh, you know, you know, it costs you money, a lot of money. So uh, anyway, David Lucas Financial here in North Little Rock is going to teach you how to buy, uh, how to buy silver and gold because it's different than buying stocks and bonds. There's more things to consider, and you can learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets. They uh, work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country, and they can get you direct prices from a dealer you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, call 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment 
advisor. All right, so during the break, it's, it's so funny that things come up and you go, duh. You know, you want to do a Bart Simpson on people. Do it. Uh, and RD made the statement that suddenly Europe is wondering how to get off of Russian, Russian oil. oil. <laughs> you know, we've been, we've been trying to tell them, buy from your friends. Don't buy from, you know, you know your enemies. Now, we're going against our best advice as well. We're, we're, we've got Russia working and, and coming up with this new uh, treaty that we're supposed to sign with Iran. It's Russia who's negotiating it all. Not we us. Communists. We're not even there. Communists. We don't even know what's in it. Think about that for a moment. And then we're buying oil from Russia. And if we can't buy it from them, we're buying it from Venezuela, which oh. is as bad as Russia is ever since the days of Chavez, uh, Chavez and what he was doing. And who else uh, are we buying from, too? Oh, yeah, Iran. We want to buy oil from Iran. Smart, isn't it? Let's well, buy it from our enemies when we could be drilling it right here in the United and that, States and pumping it out of the ground and, that goes, and telling everybody else to go pound sand. And that goes to show why it's so dangerous to allow government to own this land, because I think that's your biggest block right now is that that um, we could be drilling for more oil, except the government owns the land and they can say, nope, we're not going to drill oil. On the well, private, it's on right the private for the leases. people of this country to own the land. I have no problem right. with that. What I have a problem with, uh, as far as it's concerned, is that you get these nut jobs that are in love, you know, the tree-hugging liberals and their Green New Deal craziness that they come up with that all logic says, hey, look, in the next 20, 25 years, we're not going to be all driving electric cars. Number one, Americans don't have the money to buy the electric cars. Elon Musk told Harris, sit down, shut up, and Biden basically uh, quit trying to think because you're, you're above your pay grade on this one. It's just, it's just, it's crazy. It is, it is absolutely crazy. I was watching a commercial for a, an electric car yesterday, I don't know which one it was. I'm not interested. On one charge, you can go 270 miles. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, yeah, and but the you uh, do go you, 300 miles. you got 50 grand to buy one? You just want to go out and spend 50 grand on hey, one? It will become feasible when it's financially fuel. feasible. What the president says. Is we're, we're a socialist enough country. We're going to force you to do it. That well, we're going to force you to do it, and we're going to take your we're going to take your money and buy your neighbor a new car with it, and we're going to take your money and spend billions of dollars right, on charging so stations. So that they think they can drive the market. Right, and so, what did that fifty thousand dollar car actually cost? And so, how much how much is that? Uh, those batteries it, are freaking expensive. Well, what, I, what I'm wondering is that fifty thousand dollar car. How much government subsidy? Is is tied right. into that? That what was it actually a seventy thousand dollars? So really, you're buying you're buying car? the car whether you like it or not. Uh, yeah, if you're, if you're paying any taxes oh, at all, them. you're buying yeah. them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, we may have already. They're um, playing the walnut shell game with you, right? And so that, that's the thing is that, and and so sometimes what you have is you know that fifty thousand dollars might actually be sort of a good deal because it's actually an eighty thousand dollar car, and so it might actually be sort of economical. When you look at the fact that someone else is paying for two th- or for a third of it, maybe 
And they don't talk about my neighbors. They don't. They don't me. talk about. They don't even know how to get rid of the batteries yet. They're made of all these high-priced uh, uh, minerals, which the Chinese are buying up all the land around, so they'll have control of them. And so we'll be behooven to them, beholden to them, to uh, to take care of buying it from free, them. Free market will work all these issues out. You know, auto recyclers are already working on it. Panasonic, there's lots of corporations working on it. Mm-hmm. But it's up to the private market to work all this out. Until they can and make money happen, at it, they're not going to do and it. And it will happen when it's financially viable. That's right. But the Democrats are, are telling us there's billions of dollars. I guarantee you taxpayers are building the factories to produce them. There's companies coming all over here because they're making federal money available right, to build like, the factories. Just so, like the solar panel boom right now. Yeah, it's like exactly. how much And who that? builds those? Uh, China. 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 Indonesia. Who knows? But but who We've is, allowed them who, to who get is, the inside of that market. So if if I go out and get a get a thirty thousand dollar solar panel system put on my house. How much of that is paid for through tax dollars right now? I don't a know. lot. I don't know what it is right it's now. It's a lot. But but yeah, if government subsidizes stuff, a lot of times, yeah, that can make it feasible. But but at what cost? It doesn't it's make it feasible. Really feasible. Just it's right. That's temporarily the, that's, feasible. That's the thing is that you've got things that are irrational in the real world but because government subsidizes it oh it's free yeah but where are they they going to put the old batteries at who knows i mean look they fought over yucca mountains for years in nevada for nuclear waste and they never got it out there because harry Reid stopped them uh they're going to have to have a place to put this stuff and they know that they're going to have to do you know that if you have an electric car and you get in a wreck a hazmat team has to come out to that wreck because of those batteries. There's a lot of stored energy there that's kind of hard to deal with. And you, you, when it's all smashed and crushed up and it's... And it's raining and it's running into the sewer system? Sure. I, I think right. I, I was reading about a car recently. Hold your okay. thought. Okay, tell me about this car you read about when we come back. Right now, Bill O'Reilly here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, 25 minutes until 8 o'clock, and we've got R.D., and we have, of course, uh, uh, Paul here. And Paul was going to talk about some kind of car, and I oh, cut him off. So, here you go. So I, I was reading somewhere, I think, is it, about a – there's a car, one of the electric cars, I guess it was, that that was in an accident. I guess it caught on fire. And from the report I read, they were having a hard time putting it out. They would they would get it put out. I think they got it to the to the salvage yard. It's an electric car, right? An electric car, and it caught back on fire again. Yeah, and I think I think they were they had to call back the fire department. I think maybe two or three times. And I think they finally turned it over and left it out by itself, so it wouldn't set other cars on fire. I guess because yeah. it burned just itself get, out. They just couldn't hardly get it out because the 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 thing about batteries is it's a chemical reaction going on. It's it's chemicals that that produce electricity, and electricity can set stuff on fire. When you've got when you've got it short circuited, and when you've got a car all smashed up, there's a lot of opportunities for short short circuiting because it, it, I don't know, it, you know inside a battery, a lot of times there's a lot of metal components that are pretty close to each other that that, that it's part of the um, it's part of the the battery system that that makes electricity with with the chemicals and whatever else. There's a kind of an electrolysis process that that makes electricity through the batteries. And um, when you smash one of them up, 
you start closing some of those contacts, if you will. And, and so I can see how it's you could you might literally have to tear the thing apart to make it stop reacting and, and produce yeah, electricity where you can set it on making fire. containers to take the batteries out and put it in a sealed container mm-hmm. that will allow it to burn or do whatever it wants right. to do and keep it keep it contained mm-hmm. so the, the free market is developing peak processes and things but you know you have emergency responders right and police officers and you know firefighters and people parking them in their house right i mean so there's education that needs to be done it doesn't need to happen overnight so this needs to be a free market economy Mm -hmm. you know people will educate themselves we'll figure out the problems Mm -hmm. we just don't need a socialist president to spend hundreds of billions of dollars Mm -hmm. trying to make it happen overnight because you know you and I can figure out how to how to contain this thing. We may put it in a steel box or whatever it is so that the flames can go up instead of out. And and you figure out how to do it. But, you know, you and I could figure out how to solve this problem for $10,000, whereas government could probably spend several million and still have a, a worse product. Yeah, but, you know, you will not get a good system if it is funded by the government and it has to be subsidized. Right now, auto recycling does not have to be subsidized by anybody. Is a multi-million-dollar economy mm-hmm. part of our economy that that is good for the environment, and, market, and we ca- capture all the and the products we offer. We offer mm-hmm. a cheaper alternative to re- repair your car, and it does not cost taxpayers one dime. That's the way recycling should be. If the government, if Biden will stay out of electric cars, well, not only, we will make sure electric cars does not, not cost only taxpayers one but die. If the state Republicans would stay out of it, we would get rid of all the tires that we need to do oh, yeah, and, even col- and, and even collect a lot of money off of it by allowing the market to take care of it. Uh, the, of that was crazy. The government thinks that it can get in business and make money. So. Yeah. They, they think, hey, we're going to charge money for all these tires, then we're going to recycle them and sell them, and we're going to get in business to make money. The government has tried to be profitable in different aspects of government several times, but they can't even take our money and be profitable. No, yeah, we're, so we're talking about an crazy. entity that is that is not accountable. It's, 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 they can't do efficiency. Well, it's it's... It's worse than having a king in some ways because the king is self-interested. He's personally responsible. He's personally his 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 personal assets are at stake when things go wrong. With government, it's like oh, it's not my money. It, it's it's just the 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 corporate government's money. It's 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 not somebody, my money. If it's they somebody lose else's it. money, right? They're spending somebody else's money on somebody and, and so else. It's, it's a it's it's kind of a messed up system. This. The way our government is set up right now, there's, it's so um, counter to the idea of personal responsibility for your own actions. It's like, well, it ain't my money. It, it's it's not. I don't go to jail if something goes wrong. I don't go bankrupt. They don't. They don't call in the the um, the title to my house. When, but I tell you what, they do do. They transfer money within agencies and prop stuff up, and they do things under the table not to tell people about that. Tire bill's failing. Because the machinery to process these tires is costing more than, it, to, than yeah, they and, thought it was going to sharpening the blade. So they're figuring out that they didn't tax people enough, enough. to right. 
to keep it propped up and they're having to funnel money to it right and through so other systems so right, you've got if you beer, wanted to FOIA that i guarantee you you've got that they're robbing that, from peter to pay paul that they're not supposed to be doing because it's they're doing game. something they're doing something they have no business doing when i say it's the p game <laughs> it's taking a p taking three walnut shells and then you move the shells around and ask the person where the P is, but it's it's weighed to the person who's moving the shells. There may be a hole in the table you don't know mm-hmm. about, and they're they're dropping the, the P's not under any shell. More money to them is more power. If it brings more money to state government, like Obamacare, you know Obama's going to the White House Tuesday to do photo shoots you know with harris and biden and talk about all the insurance that they provided for all the people in america through obamacare while people that are working every day are paying fifteen hundred dollars a month for emergency care that's only good if they have a heart attack or not. And, and how is it and how is it how, how, how many new government bureaucrats have they brought on the system who have now become addicted to these these government jobs and we we heard the state police arguing against a, a bill that they thought was going to increase gun rights. And so their argument was, well, this is... No, we're going to get rid of some, some carry of the, licenses. Carry licensing that, that, and so well, they, if we they don't were, get that money, how do we retire? We're, we're going to have to fire some people. It's like, you mean, you've become addicted to this money, and these employees might have to be let go because you don't you, you can't afford them. You obviously don't need them anymore. You've got we so did. many employees right now, you can actually send lobbyists to the Capitol. You, you obviously don't need need... More employees. You, you need to pay for your Second Amendment right because they. That's need right. You right. need That's, to pay for your so Second they, Amendment right. We're going to charge you for your freedom. Well, I'm sorry, our freedom come from God. And you're not supposed to charge. Us. Okay. <laughs> Last segment here. Let's let's try start making the transition to it. Article 42, or Title, title 42, 42, is going to be gotten rid of. Now, what is Title 42? Let me read this to you. The program allows the U.S. Border Patrol and U.S. Customs to prohibit the entry of persons who potentially pose a health risk by being subject to previously announced travel restrictions or because by unlawfully entering the country to bypass health screening measures. This was put in effect by the uh, Trump administration to slow down COVID-19. That's exactly the reason it was put down. And uh, it probably kept over a million people from coming into the United States. Now, in May, by the end of May, they're going to try to get rid of this. At least that's what the uh, Biden administration says. A lot of Democrats are saying, no, 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 no. You don't want to get rid of this, and so are Republicans. So we'll see if it happens. But if it does, they're saying that in any given year, the illegals coming into our country could be as high as 3.6 million people illegal mm-hmm. uh, entries. So, Think about that for a moment. That's 1% of the population. That's huge. It is huge. And you'll pay for it. You're going to pay for it. Going to public schools and And, and hospitals. And it's all free. All of it's it, all yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all free. Nobody pays for it, yeah. <laughs> There ain't no such thing as a free lunch. We'll come back. We'll discuss this as well on the uh, Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about PR Roofing. You discuss with them keeping your roof in shape. If you got a flat building, 
let me tell you what they they've got a new way of doing it it's like they got a uh a, a material that they put on the uh the building and then they heat it and it's like shrink wrap it shrinks down and does not allow water get, to get through it and so uh, they cover your building with it problem is some people were having problems taking care of the uh, the whole deal about heating up the, the covering and we're catching it on fire and things of that nature and uh yeah you you had a, a, a roof that didn't have a leak but sometimes you didn't have a building that had the roof on it so uh you know joel johnson now has torch safety as well that he teaches over at uh, his uh, facility for uh, pr uh, pi roofing empower a skilled workforce to earn a living to last a lifetime the safety torch uh, uh folks torch safety the safety torch.com go there check it out or if you want to email them it's the safety torch at gmail.com become a certified uh person to put this on and be taught by joel johnson who is a certified training instructor just another great piece of pi roofing all right, our thanks to the folks over at uh, Channel 7 for giving us some information I wanted to share with you. Uh, it started already today. There's going to be weekly road closures in Little Rock and North Little Rock due to the ongoing construction on Interstate 30. I don't know if you've been watching this happen. It looks like to me, um, now I, I don't know if this is what's happening or not, but when you're coming on, you get on to I-30 from 67, 167, and you come around that area that they're doing all the road work right there at the beginning, they're driving pylons, and it looks like they're going to fly us over. They're going to they're going to do a, a big overpass there. I'm going to be interested to see what it all comes out to show us. But the Arkansas Department of Transportation said double lane closures on interstate lanes are going to generally be limited to 11 at night to four in the morning, but signs and barrels will be visible to guide vehicles as they approach closures. Closures are dependent on the cooperation of the weather. Daytime closures from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We'll have a test on this after I read it all. I-30 Frontage Road, single-lane closure between 6th and 10th Streets in Little Rock. Broadway Street, eastbound single-lane closure between the Frontage Roads in North Little Rock. 9th Street, single-lane closures between Bird Street and McMath Avenue in Little Rock. 3rd Street intersections, flagging operations at River Market Avenue and Rock Street in Little Rock. Overnight closures from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. I-30 single and double lane closure between I-630 in Little Rock and Bishop Lindsay Avenue in North Little Rock. I-30, I-40 ramps or lanes, single and double lane closures at the North Terminal in north little rock i told you it's wow that's a lot of a, lot, that's of a lot of work to open and close those yeah. lanes i six uh, i 630 eastbound ramp to i 30 westbound full closure in little rock what what ramp that? detect uh de- detour sign to exit to northbound frontage road they're going to close the entire interstate yeah 
I-30 uh, northbound Frontage Road, single lane closure between 6th and 10th Streets. 24-hour closures. Now, listen closely. I'm not coming through here anymore. I'm I'm <laughs> going to go around. I'm going to go down to get on, uh, you know, I don't know, not... not Get on I-40 and go around to 430. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. 6th Street Bridge, full closure beginning April 4th at 8 p.m. For reconstruction so in Little Rock, detours will be signed <laughs> to use the reopened 9th Street Bridge on 3rd Street. President Clinton Avenue, full closure between Malin Martin and Sherman Streets in Little Rock, detour signed to use 3rd Street. Sherman Street, full closure between 2nd Street and President Clinton Avenue in Little Rock, Detour signed to use River Market Avenue open to the business access. Weekend closures. This is the last one. I-30 full closure between 6th Street and I-630 in Little Rock to demolish the 6th Street Bridge. Detours will be signed to use the frontage roads. This work will occur Friday, April 8th at 10 p.m., through Monday morning at 5 a.m. So they better hope they get that cleared up over the weekend. Huh? Yeah. Wow. So we're at uh, we're at that point now where they got to <clears throat> knock down a whole lot of stuff so they can put new wow. stuff in its place. It's going to be a nightmare there. And, ho- and hope people actually show up to work. Yeah. I, <laughs> I would say you're going to have to come up 440 backside to get on 630 or – as you were just talking about, Paul. Take I-40. Yeah, and, just take yeah. I-40 all the way down till you get to... So 430 uh, or maybe to leave. Yeah, 430 down there by Joe's Garage and come around over the other... Uh, Don't take your... Yeah, yeah go all the way around. Or you, or go you all could, the way around. You maybe could take around. Pike Avenue and um, there in the Levy area and, and then go through kind of middle of town, hit Broadway and get across Nah, the, I won't even... Do you yeah. imagine... Take four forty. If you put enough cars in there, it would that's going to be nothing but a stranglehold right, right there. Yeah, I, I used do to take not, that yeah. that route going to the Capitol yeah. in the mornings. Do not bring was, your electric car to work this week. <laughs> 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 you may run out of ga- and run out of electricity. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, if you're just going ten miles, you might be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if you're sitting in traffic for you get stuck in traffic half an hour, it might not uh, coming from Cabot or Cersei and you get stuff in traffic. You might get cold. Yeah. Uh, have your husband bring the generator or wife or I'll just put it in the back of the car, right? It's going to be something. Diesel generator. I actually, someone told it. me they saw an electric charging station with a gen, with a diesel, diesel generator, generator sitting beside the car. the car charging station. I thought, well, that's the yeah. government you know, at work that, at the yeah, best. Yeah, I don't right know there. where. I saw a car charging station, and I don't know where basically I was because it was during the Little Rock Marathon. Hmm. So you got off, and they were taking you all over the place to get around. You know, and, you and I went. One, I yeah. went past one of them that they're building. Hey, they're My everywhere. tax money at work. Uh, hey, the last the last bill that they passed, the last funding bill that Biden passed, had billions of dollars mm-hmm. for charging stations. Billions. So five hundred, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like five hundred billion dollars. Five hundred billion dollars. So they're going to be at every hotel. Uh, you know, they're going to be all over the place. Thanks. Yeah, you're going to have a, you're going to have uh, a hotel that's got. 180 rooms and you're going to have one charging station yeah 
that, yeah, that everybody's well, fighting over. No, I think that'd be well, working all that. You well. know, and I well. think some of this, <laughs> I think some of this could could make more sense as far as like I kind of like the idea of a hybrid with a battery system for. Um, yeah, it takes for, you two hundred miles. Well, and then, for for boost power, actually, I, I'm just I, I think it could be cool to have have a system where the, the battery would take you four or five miles. But the natural I, gas is is the cleanest way to go. Natural and, gas and you know what, is what, the cleanest way to run a car, and it's the most environmental friendly. You know, you don't have to have a nuclear plant to create <laughs> uh, to create natural gas, right? right. So natural gas is clean, burns cheap, and uh, guess what? You don't have to redesign your car. Right, a lot of gasoline engines. You can. <laughs> it's really simple. I've. You could. You could almost. You could redneck a, ga- a natural gas system into a into a, a regular. Eighties. There were a lot of conversion. Man, we talked about that ten years ago. Well, it, it looked like it was going to happen. There's a lot of natural gas stations mm-hmm. around, but it never caught on. The main reason being. Trying to compress that natural gas in a small enough tank. It's, yeah, it's and and the conversion it's kits were viable. really expensive. It's not viable too. yet. I mean, the market hadn't asked for it. The only reason we're getting electric cars is because of politics. People are trying to get votes with taxpayers' money well, and, over electrical cars. It's politics. They've been doing that for a long time with ethanol. Yeah, oh yeah, ethanol is expensive to produce, folks. And well, it's not as clean as they say telling, it is. I, they're telling them this year not to grow corn. They're telling the farmers this year, don't grow as much corn. The farmers are screaming because the federal government's only going to subsidize so much corn. So it almost looks like they're going to try to raise gas prices by not producing as enough corn. Yeah, because we figured out how to make, you know, something to power our cars that we normally eat. Yeah, Granny put Granny's moonshine in. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. Artie, thanks for being with us today. Uh, And Paul, thank you as well. We covered a lot of topics today. Uh, Don't blame me. We we just gave you all the things you need to be ready to stand around the water cooler and have something to say. We have an eclectic show. You have a good day. We'll send you. We'll see you with the power panel next. uh, monday female power panel tomorrow and the bible guys as we move into you know easter we'll be talking with uh, the folks from the bible guys on the dave ellswick show get your question in bible guys at salem s-a-l-e-m-l-r.com J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.